Brandon. Jake. How's it going? Oh, you know, it's been a day. <laughs> it's been a rough day, but I'm here. I'm getting settled into my seat. Hopefully all of our listeners are getting into their seats, getting ready to go. How's your day? Um, it's been a day, too. So, you know, the more the merrier, fun all around. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't, that didn't sound too convincing. <laughs> it was It was so convincing. You have no idea. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of The Writer's Block. My name is Brandon Morehouse. And I'm Jake Flukiger. Uh, if you would like to join in on this conversation, please hit that mic button below. And if you're listening back, thank you for listening. Jake, what yes. are we talking about this week? Well, we're talking about fall marketing. Ooh, that's a good one for for authors. I think it's just not, it's not just a good one, Brandon. It's a great one because even if you don't have a book out or a book published, this is all information that you're going to need as you start branding yourself and getting yourself out there as an author, not just your books. Yes, definitely. And if you have questions, please feel free to join in. Oh, Jake, we got to turn on our our closed captioning before it's, we forget. It's on. Is it? It isn't sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, as usual, if you're new to this up to the show, Jake and I, we always start off with a little bit of a conversation first. Jake, you Jake and I kind of bounce back and forth on an off topic topic. <laughs> Thought of that today. Wow. Um, thank you. <laughs> that was where, brilliant. Where we hit the other one with a topic they know nothing about that's coming, so we catch them off guard. And this week it's Jake's turn to hit me. So my topic or my question is kind of a multi-part thing, but we're going to start off with the first part being there is a huge controversy that has gone on for decades now oh, yeah. um, that I think everybody should be aware of. Um, and that is the fact that the fashion industry has made something called squirts. What? Okay. Brandon, do you know what squirts are? I have no fucking clue what squirts are. Squirts are a skirt and shorts combo. Okay. So it literally is a pair of shorts with an extra piece of fabric wrapped around. Okay. So you look like you're wearing a skirt. Oh, okay. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So how do you personally feel about squirts, Brandon? I don't really give a shit. Like, somebody wants to wear a pair of squirts, wear a pair of squirts. Would I mean, you wear a pair of squirts? I'd wear the fuck out of a pair of squirts. Yes. Oh my gosh, of course you would. I, of, course of course I would. would. Why not? Like, I think, personally, that given the, uh, the subject that Chris brought up about wearing a kilt, and you being, like, totally all for that, this really doesn't surprise me that much. Um... You are sitting. You've been sitting on this for all week, haven't you? I have been. I've been sitting on it for so long, and I've been so excited, and I didn't tell you about it, and I'm so proud of myself. Well, it was it was a busy weekend, right? It was Labor Day weekend. Yeah, we, it was Labor had, Day weekend. We and had a lot going on. Yeah, we did. We had so much going on. <laughs> so much. So much. I definitely so did happy. not spend my Labor Day scrubbing the bathroom and cleaning house. Wow, because I'm was... that cool and that exciting. That's definitely what you did then, isn't it? Well, good on you. Thank you. You're welcome. You said it was a two-part question, right? Yes. And okay. so the second part is is fashion for a lot of gender norms is that men can't wear dresses or skirts uh-huh. unless it's a kilt. Right. How do you feel like that might be changing in society? And would you wear half the stuff that women wear? I mean, I'm all for it. Like, uh, somebody wants to wear a skirt, let them wear a fucking skirt. What do I find? I don't give a shit. And it's, if it offends somebody, they can look away. Like, I, I don't fucking, fucking care. Like, who, who gives a fuck? Like, I don't get it, but... I'm pretty open-minded. I mean, I don't even consider being open-minded. Like, 
wear what you fucking want to wear. Like, I don't care. Right. They're just clothes. They're just fucking clothes. Like, it, who cares? If it's hot and I want to wear a skirt, let me wear a skirt. Perfect. Excellent yeah. answer. And I love the uh, <sighs> wearing diplomacy. Well, that's because you don't. So I get a. I know. Swear so at... you get a swear twice as much on the show. Yes. Because you're to such make a make up for it. I think Kathleen's got the, we got the thumbs up from Kathleen. So yay on us. <laughs> You want to wear a skirt, wear a skirt. Um, Lindsay says, Ugh, skirts and shorts together, wore those as a preteen and or slash teen. People, people, you know, it's it's not the end of the world if you happen to be on a bad fashion trend or any type of fashion trend. I mean, I think it's definitely like I I think of it and I go into it's it's definitely, I feel like, more early preteen stage, I guess. Yep. Yeah. I definitely feel like that is a stage, like, scrunchies. Like, that's a stage. <laughs> I love scrunchies. Oh, my gosh. You would. <laughs> They're just fun. They come They're... in so many styles and patterns. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Move, moving I can't on. say anything because I'm not, like, I'm a t-shirt and... I'm not a fashion forward guy. Like it's not my thing. I give me a good pair of jeans and a fucking t-shirt from Walmart. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm fine. But I call bull crap on that. What do you mean bull crap on that? I totally what I wear. When have you, I don't, whatever. We're getting into this. Let's be honest. What did you wear to the wedding this weekend? It was a Tommy Hilfiger shirt button up. Like, yeah. And it was, it was trendy floral print, right? Yeah, but it was on sale. <laughs> that's that's why I bought it. Like that is not an excuse. <laughs> it's not an excuse, Brandon. You're okay. fashion forward. Get over yeah. it. Whatever. I just wear what I want to wear. Anyway. Oh, let's get on with the show. I feel like we're forgetting. I feel like we're forgetting to do something. Um. Well, we announced what the show is about. Uh huh. And we did our off-topic topic. Which I love that name. Yes, I think we should just coin that and use it every week. That sounds good to me. I'm down with that. Um, you can always, uh, you know, welcome everybody again. But I think well, we've covered it. Yeah. Maybe I'm just, I'm just in a headspace, right? You're just off today. And that's okay. I'm off. You know, I, you know, and... You know, to all of our listeners that are live right now, don't forget to like us over on Podbean and follow us and comment and so on and so forth. Anyways, okay, let's get on with the show. Jake, I know you have a million questions for me regarding fall marketing. And if you'd like to chat or chime in, please hit that mic and we can get you in here. Yeah, we totally kind of ignored David. Had it was like requesting. and no, I'll, invite him, I'll invite him real quick. Okay. David. I just want to make sure he can speak if he wants to. Yes, so. David, you are welcome to jump in on this. Um, fall marketing, Brandon. Why is marketing different for different seasons? So marketing is different for different seasons because different things obviously happen each, each season, right? So we're going into fall, and this may not be true for every country because you have to remember each country has different like trends and each region has different trends. But right now, going into fall, you need to start thinking, like, especially if you have a cookbook, now's the time to start really promoting it. And we're going to do a whole episode on cookbooks. Which I'm so excited about. I know. We're going to have that discussion, and it's going to be a rough one. Um, Rude. Rude. (laughs) But you need to start looking at, again, as for summer, upcoming events. Now, when you're planning your marketing, you need to be like three months out. So right now, technically, you should be planning your winter stuff. Oh, okay. So if you're not that far out, try to get caught up, right? And this is just to plan ahead and look at local events, as we've always said, look at local vendor events and holidays and so on and so forth. The big thing with holidays is going to be... Especially for fall, because what's right around the corner, Jake? Um, Halloween and Thanksgiving and then Christmas. I wasn't. And Hanukkah. I, and I, Kwanzaa. Wasn't, I wasn't thinking that specifically, but yes, 
the Christmas shopping season is coming up very quickly. And Black Friday sales, we have to talk about that. You have okay. to plan for that when you're going over your books and knowing what's happening and trying to get those Christmas holiday sales. Um, and one thing, especially this time of year, and if you live in a region where the, the, the leaves change or there's clearly a change in scenery, I highly recommend, and this is a year-round thing with you, carrying a book with you at all times. Because, oh. Jake, do you know why? Well, I mean, obviously, if you're sitting there reading a book and they're like, oh, what are you reading? Then no, you could be like, oh, yes, I'm the author. Thank you very much. And I am amazing. And therefore, you should praise me. Yeah, don't do that. Um, <laughs> what I'm thinking is if you have a copy of your book that you're trying to sell, you need to have it with you because you might get like that perfect picture. Where the oh. sun is just hitting right. You're like, oh my God, this would be a perfect spot to get like the, the leaves or everything changing just so. And you miss it because you don't have your book with you. Okay. Take it, so, Take it out. So you're talking it, like golden hour promotion photos for your book. Because, right. to, because in a lot of ways, that's really important to be on social media regardless of the season. Right. Um, and promoting your book, and it helps to have seasonal promotional pictures of your book. Yeah, take your book trick-or-treating, trick it like a kid, right? Like, oh, you know, like mine would be like, New Age Gods is out trying to get candy and blah, blah, blah. That's so funny because I was like, I was going to say, well, is this like you're passing out candy and if a parent shows up at the door, you just hand them a book as well? Right, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't hand them a book, but you could do... Like, if you're handing out candy, you could do, like, bookmarks with your book on it. Put Ooh. that with your candy, right? There's little things you can definitely do like that, especially because there's a lot of <sighs> Halloween stuff. Like, Halloween's a great opportunity, especially if you have a kid's book with your candy. Like, put a bookmark with the candy that has your kid's book on it, right? And then kind of like a little bio in the back. Um, and then it's... How many kids are you getting, right? You don't know. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's um, I love that one. That one's a great one. So question for you, Brandon. With what we've talked about so far and everything, what happens if somebody doesn't have a book published yet? What if you they know, are still working towards that? Well, like if you haven't, if you're getting ready to do one, do a cover reveal. Cover reveals are always... You don't want to just do, oh, my book's uploaded, blah, blah, blah. It's ready for sale now. You need to build up to it. And so okay. you should be planning that out. Um, one thing that I think I see so many authors do it, and it drives me crazy because I tell them, don't do that. You need to get your book out to key players in the community, especially ones that read your genre. Okay. So, so like... If I'm promoting my science fiction book, I need to see and ask, would you be willing to get a copy, leave a review? It's an advanced copy from my publisher. Can I send it to you? And you kind of leave a review on it. Most are going to say, yes, that's fine, if they have the time. Okay. So we've got that. What about the authors that are just starting out? What can they do marketing-wise, seasonally, to help people kind of jump on their brand i guess well that's a little bit more difficult because you need to understand the algorithms and that's one thing in this new twitter x i don't know whatever you want to fucking call the damn thing <laughs> this new space <laughs> they're out the algorithms are always changing so you need to try to keep up with that i i know jake and i you've talked about this we've talked about this a lot the algorithms um tend to run about every two hours. Um, so that's usually what we try to shoot for. I think on the show, we usually, for the writer's block, we stick to about every six hours. So we're a little bit behind on that one, but... But it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And we're it's a lot of work to do that. But yeah. is, it a, is it a great marketing tool? It is a really great marketing tool because that puts you on an active Twitter line, on a Twitter feed, and... Pictures work, videos work really well, 
stuff that's going to catch people's attention, um, those all really help. So, Brandon, I know that you are revamping your trilogy mm -hmm. um, currently. Yes. Let's say you wanted to market your trilogy. What are some of the things you're going to do during this season to make that happen? We're not going to do anything this season right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm saying hypothetically, if hypothetically, you were to it. Yes, if I were getting ready to relaunch, I would go to Canva, make some videos, do like an old cover reveal, like an old, this is what the cover previously looked like, and then in the video show what the new cover is going to look like. Um, that way people are, are clear that we're relaunching this series. It's, you know, been updated and the story is being kind of, not retold, but it's being cleaned up. Um, tweaked. It's being tweaked. tweaked. Yes, that's a really good word for that. Yeah. It's, a, it's one of my favorite words from You've Got Mail. Tweaking. Tweaking. Wow. Yep. Uh, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Anyway, um, <laughs> if anybody has any questions, you are welcome to jump into this. This is not meant to be just Jake and I talking. You are welcome to come in and ask questions. Or talk. Or just or talk. say, hey, this is an idea that I have. Yeah. Like, this is just a discussion. Yes. Um, Brandon, just yes. a second ago, you talked about Black Friday sales. Yes. Okay. Can we go a little deeper into that? Mm -hmm. What Do you have a specific question? I guess what I'm asking is, is like, how do you do that? Like, let's say you're self-published and mm -hmm. you have your book on Amazon or KDP or whatever. Yeah. And um, what what does that look like if you were doing a Black Friday sale for your book? So the important thing to remember is when you're doing in any sort of sale um, with KDP, you can't. I'm 99% sure, and I could I could be wrong on this. Brandon you is can, never wrong. I, I'm never wrong. I'm just misinformed is what I like to say. Um, <laughs> I love uh, it. You can pre-set up a sale through KDP and tell it, this is what I want the price to be for however long. You can, you're setting it all up. And there's videos and stuff, tutorials that will walk you through that process. But you get to pick the price. Now, the important thing is you want to pick a price so it doesn't, so there's at least a good amount coming off, but it still covers all of your expenses because the way KDP works, they take out what they need first to cover your, the book being printed and made, and then they take their cut and then you get what's left over, which okay. usually is not a whole lot, but it's, Sales are tricky because it's more about getting your name out there than making your money. You're not going to make thousands of dollars off of it. It's about getting your name put out there more than anything. Okay. So getting your name out there is the ideal goal for that. Um, and so it's not a huge issue if you're selling it for pennies of what you get right. because you're building a brand. Right. I mean, you're going to get, I think off mine, I make like 30 cents off of each book. Okay. But still, yeah. that's money coming in. And yeah. then you're a, pay, you're a paid author. You're a paid author. Exactly. You can you can quit your day job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but okay. Um, and don't forget to use, <laughs> um, who brought it up? And this is Izzy. Hopefully, Izzy's world. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. Using hashtags. Hashtags work. Now, I like to avoid hashtag writing community because there's a lot of people that have muted that because I think there was like hashtag writing community, hashtag self-promotion or shameless, shameless self-promo. It, it gets muted. So you want to be careful with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely use your hashtags. Oh, okay. So if you're, for example, in the fiction, you just um, make sure that that hashtag is available and you're able to use it. it I mean, a hashtag's always going to be available. I don't think I've ever run into, into something where it's like, it's not available. If it's not, then make your own, right? But you can usually search what hashtags work um, 
for a fiction book because you could just like hashtag fiction, hashtag uh, books, hashtag you blah, could do blah, blah, right. You could use those, and that would help because then it draws those, it draws your stuff into that hashtag arena. Use your hashtag genre, like the genre that you write in. Yeah. Um, age groups, if you're writing like YA or middle grade, yep. um, as opposed to adult. Even out, yeah. So you, so you can absolutely use as many hashtags as you can think of. Um, I'd stick to five or less, um, yeah. just because it gets a little cumbersome. But uh, you can do that across multiple platforms too, um, which just once again reiterates to followers that you have on all of them. They can look up those hashtags that they know that you are using consistently and it just helps draw people into your product. Right. Thank you so much for this. I'm actually taking notes, believe it or not. The one last question, do you you build a brand or do you have an LLC behind you? It's just a curiosity. Ooh, that's a tricky one. So I would, I would focus on your brand because you as an, it's you. So I believe the way it's done through KDP is it's going to ask you, are you, are you, you, or are you, you and another author and you've got this kind of group LLC going on. So I just stuck with, it's just me. It's my personal business. Right. Mm -hmm. So that and then that's going to play into like your taxes on how you have to pay certain things. So you'd have to talk to your taxing person about that. I don't feel comfortable answering (laughs) the the taxing portion of it. That that is awesome. It's just like us newbies at this. Um, You know, we just always have that in the back of our minds. You know, um, should I go to the next step, which it will be a brand? Or should I even consider it? Since we're barely starting, we don't really think ahead like, you know, the most seasoned writers. So it's a good question, I believe, you know? Yo, it's a great question. I think right now I would focus on building your brand. And because if you're just launching a book, more than likely it's not going to generate enough revenue to where it's going to be like all of your money out. Like this isn't, you're still going to continue to work another job or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not a whole lot to be taxed. Yeah. You're going to be paying taxes on it, but if you go through Amazon or KDP, they're the interchangeable verbiage on that. They're going to send you a tax statement at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So then you just take that to your taxing person, show to them, this is the money I made because it goes to you directly Mm-hmm. And then they can figure that portion out. Like, okay, well, this is, I mean, like I said, I think that my first year I made 500 bucks, mm-hmm. which, yeah, is a lot of money, but it's like, that's not like a business, which is weird, but <laughs> it, it is, it, it is, but it's not. Cause then if you go into it being an LLC, then you have to keep track of all of your, like your rent, because if you're working out of your house or apartment, uh, that's all a tax write-off. There's a ton of tax writing write stuff off that you can put towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it like I said, it opens up a big can of worms, and it's a lot of <laughs> lot of extra work, which is great. In the law, it, it is a, it's just a lot of extra work. But if you're just claiming this is just mine, it's just kind of a side gig right now. Mm-hmm. I, that's the route I would I recommend going at this point. When you become an international bestseller and you're making millions of dollars, then you might want to consider doing an LLC or something like that. Yeah. Since we're all going to get there, you know, it's good to know for the future. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you for the great questions. Okay. Brandon. What are some other things that we can do for fall marketing specifically? Because we've kind of dabbled in, you know, getting ready for the holiday season, um, Christmas and Hanukkah and all the gift giving stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll touch touch base more on that down the road a little bit. But I want to know specifically for fall, what we should be doing 
for the season and then what we can do to prepare for next season. Well, I, I mean, for what you can do for this season is just making sure your stuff's picture ready and don't feel ashamed to be, Hey, I'm working on this or, you know, being at the ready because there's going to be a lot of great family moments or, um, picture. I'm sorry. I don't want to say picture perfect, but picture perfect places for your book or your promotion. Right. So family get togethers are a great one. Have family members hold a copy of your book. Um, and you only need one, right? Like they can interchange it, um, around the food, around the family, got put it underneath the Christmas tree. If you celebrate Christmas, etc., that draws in people. It may be slow at first, but it will, it, it gets the image of your book out there. So other people see it. And uh, doing, having that image get out there is extremely important because it yeah. takes like, 12 times of somebody seeing something for it to finally stick and register. Right. And don't forget, like, over the summer we did farmer's markets, right? Like, there's a lot of farmer's markets going on, but there are farmer's markets that happen in the fall, um, just not as many, and usually those are more indoor. But if there's, like, conventions and stuff like that, don't be afraid to going to those if you want to okay so that brings up a good subject um oh, what wow. about things like comic-con and things like that are those places where you should be promoting your book absolutely that's a place you should be promoting your book now i don't know um what the price would be to do that but what you can do is you can get a shirt made or something to advertise like hey i'm a writer i'm an author and have that as a shirt and walk around the convention with that on there. Cause that's going to drive up conversation. You know, that's related to something somebody told me about, uh, back in the day, Brian Asman. Uh, I don't know if anybody follows him or pays attention to him at all, but one of the things he said is always carry a box of your book in your car. Yep. And then you've, you've got the t-shirt on, you can't sell at the con, but you get somebody's attention. And they're like, Hey, that's really interesting. And naturally I want to talk about my book. Right. So I talk about my book, and they're like, man, I'd really like to buy that book. And I go, I have them in my car. How about you just buy it for me direct? We walk out. I make a sale. I take a picture. I put it online, sold the book. Ha, ha, ha. Here we go. Brilliant, David. That's, that's brilliant. I would be careful with that because I don't know what the rules are. I mean, I get that you're in a parking lot, but they might you, – you could direct them. Now, we talked about getting business – you could have business cards made. Um, and say like, here, here's my business card, scan that barcode. That'll take you to Amazon or wherever you want to plug it to. And you can buy it there. So just be, just be careful of the event rules is what you're saying. Yeah. Just be careful of the event rules. Cause I don't want anybody to get into trouble for it. I mean, I'm all for pushing boundaries and I don't give a shit if I get in trouble, like whatever, I don't fucking care, but, not- but we don't need our listeners going but- to jail. I don't recommend that. Let's just say that. But yes, like, <laughs> well, you know, you could do that anywhere. I mean, you're at the grocery yeah. store and somebody sees your, you know, your shirt, you start a yeah. conversation, you see about making a sale. You're yep. walking through the park, you're walking your dog. Somebody sees the shirt. You yep. start talking about your book. You can make a sale. I think it's I, really, it's really smart. I think we talked, we said that last time too, Jake, where it was like, yeah. I had, cause I've got a shirt that says, ask me about my book. I'm an author. And I've had conversations with people at like, I'm getting gas and people are like, are you really an author? I'm like, yeah, I've written blah, blah, blah. And it, you know, it starts up a conversation, which is the key to that. And, and, and one more real quick thing. Sure. So I used to work in door to door sales. Don't ever do that. So, so we work for AT&T, right? And so what we would do is we go to a territory, try to sell AT&T, right? Well, we might not sell anything, but what AT&T found is whenever we went out into a territory, basically, their sales went up 30%. Well, somebody might not believe me that I'm an author, but you know what they might do? They might go out and look up at Amazon and whatnot and go, oh, that really is a guy's book. Uh-huh. He's for real. I'm yep. still interested. Sale. Yes. You put the bug in, you put the bug, you know? Yep. It's all about getting 
whatever you can out there. I th- there was a number of things we talked about because it was like bookmarks being made. And I said that with the handing it out, especially if you have a kid's lit with the candy to when you're doing trick or treat. Um, I think somebody over the summer said, well, I don't remember who it was, but they said, get like um, the, the uh, what is it that you put over your car window over the summer when it's hot? Oh, the, oh the, the little sun sunshades. Yeah, yeah that's she, what I call it. She yeah. said, "Put that, get that with your stuff on it, so mm-hmm. then it's sitting on your car all day." And we talked yeah. about decals, and it's like it's just to help generate conversation. That's what it's yeah. about, because a lot of people don't know that someone's an author, and so when they find someone in their area that's an author, they're more likely to buy it. <laughs> I actually participated in an author's panel, so you might check cons and see if any of them have author's panels. Granted, at the same time, I know that's kind of, I was invited to that, so you kind of have to, but I don't know, maybe you can query that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, and I mean, to be fair, at D&D Poetry, that, that's my one little published book. <laughs> I love but, it. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, and it was actually a lot of fun, and to be fair, I also had none because my friend was running the convention, but... It was actually really cool. I actually got to meet, oh, Mindy. Oh, my gosh. What is her last name? What is wrong with me? I bought her book. I have it over here. But, like, then a friend of mine that had moved to Albuquerque came back into town, and she had done um, she had done some self. Here we go. Mindy McGinnis was one of the authors. She was, like, the big author there, like, one that had published many, many, many books. Got to talk to her. Found out she was really good friends with one of my favorite authors, and like fangirl big time. And I felt bad because I was like, "I'm sorry, Mindy." I'm... <laughs> but uh, love it. Like, love it. But like, I was the poet. But uh, like, both my friend and I, um, we were self-published. Mine was a poetry book through like a, a writer's challenge I did. Uh, my friend, um, God, Sam Horrible, and she was also a reporter too. So, but she was she had moved to Albuquerque, came back in. She wrote a book called uh, The Strange Dichotomy of Hazel Dean Hadley Elizabeth Webb. Sorry. God, that is horrible. I'm forgetting my own friend's name. But, you know, she she had all these stickers made, and she was giving them out. And, yeah, she definitely had little cards and, like, magnets and stuff with, like, the little uh, cover of the book. I actually partnered with a friend of mine who was selling Pokemon cards. Probably not the best idea, <laughs> but, but, you know, like, I, I partnered up with a friend, so I didn't feel alone and really, really awkward just peddling this little poetry book. <laughs> and you know what? Like, people were asking about it. Kids were really into it. And to be fair, honestly, kids probably shouldn't have been into it because some of those uh, poems might have been just a little too... Uh, D&D adventures, especially uh, when it's uh, mostly adults <laughs> Yeah, a little, a little ragey, and, and maybe, a, maybe a little bloody and a little, you know, a little graphic in some ways. Ooh. Not, like, sexually, but the other way. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least, I, I even managed to keep my bard poems clean, so there you go. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> but, long story short, yeah, like, I, 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 I had my book there. I had, like, a little, uh, I had a little sign with a QR code that my friend managed to, like, make up for me and hey if you go here you can find the book on amazon and mm-hmm. so yeah if, if you can find a place where you can do like an author's panel slash have like a booth that i felt like kind of at least in the local area was a great way for me to kind of get my work out there if, so for yours i would re- Lindsay, i would say focus mm-hmm. if you have D poems focus on the D groups because i know they have a very absolutely strong following as far yeah. as working with um, a panel, check with your local universities, colleges, whatever, because they do a lot of like author events. And yeah. what's happening right now is um, because mental health is a very big issue issue in the United States. A lot of universities are doing writing for mental health and how it can benefit you. So. I think I've got a panel I, I was asked to sit in on in October at some point. So check with them because they usually do stuff like that. And they want – and having a local author is great because it just helps promote what you're doing and they can reach out to you. Another one is local bookstores. Like one – like I, I think, Jake, I told you I had moved recently. Like we moved from, you know, a little southeastern New Mexico and now I'm over like in the Woodlands, Texas, north of yep. Houston. So I went from like very, very small town to BAM city. Um, some of the local bookstores here are amazing. There's this one called by the books and they do authors events, like multi-author events for local authors to come in and sell their books. And I actually met some really cool people. There's this one guy and again, uh, ADHD memory, horrible, but he wrote like a cute <laughs> little kid's book. 
You're sorry. not horrible. I'm just You're laughing. Good. I good. have totally. Next thing you know, I'm going to be forgetting Larry McMurtry's name, and that's like a big no-no in my family because they're all from the Archer City area, like that North Central Texas area. <laughs> <laughs> and I will get excommunicated from my family. But <laughs> anyways, uh, long story short, I'll stop talking now. But yeah, like that's one thing that's done in our area, which is really really cool. <laughs> So, Lindsay, what I'm hearing you say is for marketing, use every single thing at your disposal. Yes! Exactly! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it. But you guys know way more about it than I do. And I'm like, hey, guess what? But these are things I've done. That's what <laughs> that's we want. Point. That's what yeah. we want. This is a True. discussion. True. Like, everybody should be bringing ideas. Like, this is what this show is all about. Exactly. Kathleen. I guess if you write westerns, maybe you can find some small town parades and some of those horseback riders and just hang like <laughs> banners on the horses. <laughs> I take a word. I take a. I feel attacked on that right now because I'm already. Oh. Small town <laughs> I'm joking. Well, there you um. go. I'm joking. <laughs> oh yeah, Jake and I completely nerded out over horses and stuff like that because I was a cowgirl growing up and like had horses and worked cattle and did all that so yeah we've been we've nerded out about that he actually probably knows more about horses than i do which i love <laughs> we we have definitely nerded out about it and it's brilliant i love the idea oh, yeah. of using parade and horses to promote a book i think that's marvelous yeah kathleen hi Hello. how are you so good you. I've been better, but I'm I'm surviving. I'm glad. Uh, well, I've been better, but I am surviving too. There you <laughs> go. We're glad you're surviving. Um, all I wanted to say is, um, like last year when we talked about marketing, everybody knows that that's my most dreaded topic. So, um, but what I wanted to say was, I always have ten books in the back seat of my car. Always. And I have sold more books from the backseat of my car. Um, just from conversation, uh, word of mouth, because um, what some people that are here tonight don't know is that my memoir is a, a sensitive subject about sexual abuse of children. Uh, you know, it's a memoir. And uh, so it's not like Christmas gift material. Um, usually unless somebody really wants one and then I'd probably just give it to them, but, um, I, just conversation. And, uh, then someone say, Oh, I really want to get your, your book. And I said, well, you know what? I happen to have one in the car and I'll sign it for you. And that's always, you know, people like to have signed books too. So yes, yes they do. Yes, they do. I think that's brilliant to say that you will sign it. Yeah. And then yes. even, uh, <laughs> This is, it's not funny at all, but I was at a funeral and I don't um, peddle my books at funerals. Oh my God. But, hey, that, I've that done worse at funerals, guys. That's great. So my cousin, my cousin had heard, um, he wasn't like a close, close cousin, but um, he had heard that I'd written a book and he wanted to read it. And he asked me what it was about, and I'd never talked to him about this aspect of my life, but I said a few things about that, and he said, well, I, you know, I, I want to read your book. And before I could get the words out of my mouth, he was on his phone, um, you know, uh, ordering it from Amazon. And then her sister, his sister did the same thing. So um, it was in a very odd place that those two books were sold. Um, but I, I always have some on hand. It, it, you just never know when someone's going to want it, and they really like it signed. So yes. that's always a thing. But, and I am speaking uh, and this fall in two different places, one at a college and um, one in a sexual assault crisis service uh, training. Uh, look at you go. If Kathleen. I, if I am remembering clearly... Mm -hmm. You were so hesitant about that first talk, your yes, first panel, yes. right? and we were like, "No, do it. You will not regret." And it. take pictures. You, you told me to take pictures. I, take pictures, <laughs> and here you are, becoming the queen of this. Yeah. 
And it's like, we're so proud. I can I can feel Jake radiating uh, through the phone. Well, I, I love you guys so, so much. Uh, it's really nice that you have this platform uh, that everybody can talk about this stuff. Because, you know, I'm not a big marketer, but um, I do the things that I feel comfortable with. And I know what I want from my book. And that's what I gear it towards, you know. So... I love it. I just love, love it. it. Love it. Kathleen, but, I'm probably going to sound like back when I was a freaking camp counselor, uh, um, but walk on with your bad self, girl. <laughs> <laughs> walk on with your bad self. Yeah, F funerals, so right. Oh, God. <laughs> right, yeah. But I, I will say this. Kathleen, you brought up, you made me think of an idea. What's that? I shouldn't say idea. I want to bring it up. Um, when you know someone that buys your book, mm-hmm. And, and and this is for everyone. There's a follow up question you should always be asking mm-hmm. them, or and at, telling them to do. Give me, a, give me a rating and a yeah. Review. And I do do that. I I always say it, you know if you like the book, and you feel like writing a review, it'd be really helpful to me. And mm-hmm. that I usually do that while I'm signing the book. because I don't know. So there's something about signing the book that's so personal because I always write um, some inspirational note to go with it, depending on who the person is and all of that. So um, many, uh, a lot of, I mean, I don't have that many reviews, but I, I don't know, I have about 30, I think, or something like that. And that's fine. And people really uh, found value in my book and um they were really happy to write those reviews yeah and there are a couple of people that i didn't know which was i i really uh rejoiced in that um and i kind of wondered where they found me but you know i but those reviews help solidify because when you get so many reviews amazon will then start promoting the book for you and suggesting it to like, you know how we all have that, oh, because you bought this, you might like yes. this. Yeah. The magic number is 50. Oh. Once you hit 50 reviews, Amazon will then start suggesting it to other people. Well, maybe this fall, when I go do those two talks, <laughs> I can Push work it. on that 50 number. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Yes. Go for that number. Look, Queen, Miss Queen over here. Yeah. Well, as long as the word gets out, that's what's important to me anyway. I, yes. You know, the message yep. is what's important to me. Um, and I, well, I don't have a day job anymore because I'm retired, but um, I did have a day job, which is supporting me now. It's, it's definitely not my book, but um, I love all these ideas. It was, um, I always like to charm in on uh, chime in on marketing, which I hate. <laughs> For somebody who hates it, you certainly do an excellent job of it, <laughs> yeah, it, it always surprises me, too. Every time I sell a book, um, I'm surprised by that. Um, like the person that taught me all about Medicare and my new insurance, um, but somehow we got into the conversation and I, uh, she wanted to buy the book. And so uh, I said, well, I was just going to give it to her, wrapped it up as a gift, and I just brought it. And I didn't want a penny for it because she had helped me so, so much. And so at the end of the meeting, I gave her the book, and she said, oh, thank you so much. And uh, she put a, a very fair, way fair, and she put $50 in my lap. And I I said to her, no, 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 no. This is a gift. And she said, no. She said, first of all, how long did it take you to write this book? And I said, well, five years, because I was had a day job, you know. And she right. said, and how much heart and soul? I said, well, all of it. And she said, yeah. no. She said, this, this is my gift to you for sharing yourself. So I will never forget her. I... Um, uh, send people to her all the time. And she keeps sending me gift cards, <laughs> you know. So I don't know. But I was very touched by that happening. Like she was so sincere. And I had only met this lady twice. 
I love yeah. that. That's all that it takes sometimes. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Conversation, honesty. Yeah. Part, part of marketing, I think, too, is understanding the fact that you have intrinsic value just because you wrote a book. Mm-hmm. Like, own that. Yeah. And be proud the fact that you did and say you know what you spent a long time doing it and you put in a lot of effort and heart and soul and you just have to run with that yeah, yeah. I, it was the hardest yeah. thing i ever did i i think next to maybe uh delivering my son and running a marathon those all good things right all good things jason i think jason wanted to chime in here he's been chomping at the bit i bet He's on vacation, so I don't know what Jason does on vacation because he's usually at the bar and at the beach. So I'm really interested to hear what he's doing. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, yeah, hey, just heading out of town for a couple days, uh, going up to the casinos. Oh. Um, more drinking up there. And Very all nice. Yeah. Um, actually, I was just going to chime in. It's actually good. I was actually kind of wondering what the threshold was going to be for Amazon for how many reviews you had to get before they would actually start promoting you. And if it is 50, that's actually good to know. Even though I'm late to the game, I, I actually learned something. Yay. Yay. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's a hard 50. It's 50-ish. Okay. Because that, that shows the system that people are buying it and people are reviewing it. Right. Usually on average, it's that they, they figure like you're doing 10, 10% of people right. give reviews. Well, like I'm saying right? last so you, week is I got the sales. It's just nobody's leaving bloody reviews. Right. <laughs> um, Which I mean, is so difficult. I had, you have to have no shame with it, right? Even if it's family members like, hey, it takes less than a minute to give a rating and or a review or both yeah that's all i'm asking for yeah yeah i mean yeah i I went up another couple hundred uh a couple days ago i I just kind of took a sneak peek and and uh but yeah i still like just can't get traction on people that actually take five seconds to even if it's like like a one star i don't care (laughs) just something you know right Uh, yeah, everybody gets it. Getting those reviews is hard. It really is because people just won't take the time half the time. And so as part of marketing, you really have to just jump in there and, you know. I mean, good, bad, or ugly, I, I don't really care. I mean, you know, as long as it's an honest review, I don't care. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of a pain in the butt. Um, and then marketing, yeah, I know when I my second book came out, couple months ago i was heavy in doing that and still i still want to do more and third book's halfway done right now i'm rewriting a couple of characters because i just don't like how they're coming out um they make me angry nobody likes me angry. <laughs> um, so I need to uh, do some rewriting there. So that that's going to get pushed back a little bit. My publisher's like, yeah, do what you got to do. It's like, okay. <laughs> so that's, that's what I'm going to do. But anyways, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like, guys, just, yeah, we're, right now I'm waiting for a train. Not a train, but a bus. Then we're going to go head up north and we're going to go uh, go gambling for uh, a day or so and then come back and go back to work. Yuck. Well, Come come back a millionaire. Win big. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, if I do it, I'll buy everybody's book. Ten times there over. we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. Fun. All right, guys. I'm just going to back out now because we're actually going to be bored here in a bit. All right. Sounds good. Right. Thanks, Jason. Oh, That's fun. That was a lot. I was, we went off there for a little bit and I'm fine with that. David, did you have something to say? No, no, I'm good. I'm just uh, back here uh, listening and waiting. All right. Love Jake, it. What, what, what else do you have for me? I mean, fall, it's fall season, right? It's fall y'all. It's fall. It's fall. So here's the question for you. What, mm-hmm. if anything, can you do for Thanksgiving? Ooh. <laughs> so for Thanksgiving, I, I had this idea last year of what my character, like if a character was, this is what this, this character's plate of food would look like. This is what this character's plate of food like. And then 
change it up to fit what your what you think your character's food their Thanksgiving plate would do. Um, now like for, for Black Friday, because it, it's what is it? It's, it's Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday. Yep. I I would just run that sale all weekend. Just let it go start Friday and then run it till Tuesday. That way they have it because Amazon's gonna they really promote cyber sales on Monday. Is that right? Or that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. So then I would just do that all weekend and let that just roll. Again, it's about getting your name out there. Um, now here's something too. So obviously with doing a sale, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But do you need to be marketing that your book is on sale? Yes, you will be need to be marketing that and give your time frame and how much it's going to be off, um, like your discounted price or whatever. Uh, you, I'm trying to think. Usually about a two weeks before, prior to that, and then make sure you're posting that every day. Like two, every every two hours, you're supposed to be posting uh, something, and if it happens to be your book sale, great. I mean, two hours on that alone every two hour, every two hours I feel like is a bit much. My gut says about every six hours because you're promoting a product. Now you as a brand would want to tweet every two hours. Um, but okay. it doesn't necessarily have to be about your book specifically. Um, but it, I mean, worst is going to do, people are just going to scroll right on past it. That's the worst they're going to do, right? So it, you could over, you could promote like crazy if you wanted to uh i go ahead and and again we want to be promoting on different platforms twitter is obviously a really big one for for authors and writers but Mm -hmm. we don't just market to each other and so we might need to be on instagram and facebook and tiktok and you can you can be on all those other different platforms and those are important as well yes yeah, uh, they all run different algorithms. So Facebook and Instagram, usually one post a day is more than enough. That's how their algorithms work best. Twitter, because of the way Twitter's set up, the, it's about every two-hour mark. Blue Sky, if you're on there yet, um, I don't know what their algorithms are. <laughs> but I know... I know it, they're still working on it, so there's a lot of that one's a, a little bit more iffy. Um, if you're not on there and you need to code, I have one. I've Just message three. me afterward, and we'll get you set up. I've I've got three. <laughs> well, not all of us are as cool as you, Brandon. I mean, jeez. Oh, whatever. So. I would hook somebody up, but I just gave away my first code. Oh, yay! I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. At least you get out of code to give away. That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. That's true. If it wasn't for my fellow mutual Jack Battler, I don't know if any of you guys are following him. He's awesome. He's also an author. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have got, probably gotten on Blue Sky. So, yeah. Love okay, it. Anyways, besides the point, I will let you guys get back to it. No worries. You are good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> my gosh. Um, so, I think it would be really epic if you brandon came up with a tiktok dance for uh, thanksgiving to promote your book i no come I on even, i don't even so have tiktok fun. i don't even have tiktok i'm not doing like a tom turkey dance like that's not gonna happen like a tom turkey dance would be so awesome though is i don't is it tom turkey yeah turkey that tom. oh turkey lurky like it's turkey lurky or something i don't know yeah. I, I went, I'm so gay. I was like, I went to Glee. Like, I can hear Leah Michelle singing Turkey Lurkey. And I remember that episode. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it on so many levels. <laughs> There's just so many. Right. Oh, dear. So, um, yes. Andres, hopefully I'm saying that now. Right. He's saying he didn't get notifications to the show that the show was airing. Hmm. That he used to I wonder if it's we'll talk about it later. That sounds like a technical difficulty. Um we'll we'll work on that. No worries. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. We have technical difficulties in almost every episode. And that's okay. Is it? 
It's it, it is because we are only human. I mean, you are. I sold my soul years ago, and I'm still around. Anyways. I don't even want to hear it. Give me a break. <laughs> I am an evil, horrible person. But whatever. Uh, liar. 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 So anyways, Jake, what is... We're quickly running out of time here. We have about five minutes left. Next week's episode. Okay. Next week episode, week's episode, we are talking about... It's his favorite. He it gets, is my favorite. I love to, it so much. He gets to play teacher. That's what it's about. I don't get to play teacher. I am the teacher. Oh my god. Oh my god. You got the the accent out of me when I said that. I know. I know I did. Points to me. Oh my god. Well, um, yes, you're going to be the teacher next week. We will be talking about query letters. Are we talking about anything specific on the query letters? Okay, so as part of querying, everybody who is going to go query, you need to have a synopsis. And synopsis, like, synopses are so hard to write for so many people, and they don't have to be. And I'm going to talk you through how to very simply get through a synopsis. It's it's really something that you can accomplish. I know it's so hard to take your, you know, 85,000 word book and try to condense it into a single page, how? but I promise it can be done. Fucking dare you. It's bullshit. But I can't tell you all the backstory that I need to tell you and all the little things that make the story in a one page synopsis. Well, it sounds like you might have to just, you know, par that down a little bit and focus on the major plot. Bullshit, but we will talk about it next week on next week's episode. <laughs> uh, and then after that, I'm excited for this ne that week after that on 920 because we're going to be talking about world building and plot development and what all that entails. That's going to be fun. Ooh, I, world building is so in-depth and i don't think most people realize it how much work needs to be done in world building before you start writing sometimes yes that's really nail that stuff one, a lot of work and then on 927 because we're going to be talking about audiobooks yes yes that. yes and, and let, the, let the great debate begin on if that is considered reading we're not reading and all things audiobook at that point because I've just got notes on that and rules that you should be listening for for audiobooks and the world that we live in now with audiobooks. You guys have no idea how excited I am about the world building being a huge D&D nerd. I'm like, ah. That one's going to be fun. Right up here. Yeah. You're like, this is, my, this is my zone. I, we're here. I like. <laughs> So everyone's those are our gonna those are our next couple weeks of episodes. So hopefully everyone can make it. And if you can't, don't forget we do record these. They are uploaded to Podbean. Yep, Podbean.com. Podbean.com. And, and don't find us on most of the major streaming platforms. Yes. Don't forget to like, comment, and give us a follow over there because we appreciate it. And we've hit a good amount of countries so far. Yeah, already this month we've hit like four. I'm running over them in my head. Five? Five. Okay. Five. I don't know. I haven't Five. checked for a little bit. Four. I say I say I haven't checked for a little bit, but I check it daily. Anyways. <laughs> so but if you have something you would like us to talk about, please let us know. We will get you in on the schedule. I think right now. We are booked all the way through, but we can fit your what you want to talk about into probably one of our categories. We've got some big ones. I mean, emotional support, winter marketing, and then we do query letters, cookbooks. Agent question board is going to be where we're just aid questions for agents and how to do that. We're, I, trying to, we're trying to get an agent for that one specifically, so bear with us on that one. Cross our fingers. I'm leaving that one to Jake. Yep, but we're going to make it happen. Yes, so. Jake, do you have anything else? We're out of time. I know. Um, thank you all for listening. 
so much. We really appreciate it. And we do this for you. So thanks for showing up. <laughs> and uh, we will hopefully see everybody Wednesday. Yes. See everyone next week. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.